Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And I wanted to stop and focus on something that I've been thinking about a little bit more and was wondering, do I want to take time to actually just give my thoughts on it? Do I need to form more thoughts? And then I read a headline and article today that kind of sealed the deal on, okay, maybe that's a sign that you should talk about this because now you have kind of more ammunition in your display case, if you will, of why your thought process is justified. And if I can offer up some encouragement, if I can offer up some motivation to anyone, then I will consider this a, a very wise use of my time. But the whole idea of wages, meaning how much money do you make at your job? And I don't know how much you follow the, the headlines, but in the world of economics, you know, there's always lots of, and really in the world of po politics, and this is the, the main driving point that I want to discuss, but politicians and this idea that politicians, if you elect this person, if you elect that person, if you elect the other person, they're going to cause wages to increase. They're going to cause you to basically make more money. And let me tell you right now, that is a load of garbage. If you think that some politician, if you think that somebody other than yourself is going to cause wage increases, then you are sorely mistaken. I'm not gonna call you stupid. I'm not gonna call you an idiot. I'm just saying you're sorely, sorely mistaken, but I do understand why you would think that way because it's almost, it's pretty commonplace. It's pretty, I think almost, intuitive for a lot of people to think that, you know, you, you got to elect politicians, you got to get certain people in there. And I'm not talking about Republicans or Democrats or anybody like that. This is not political at all. But a lot of people are under the impression that you have to get certain people in office and those certain people are going to, you know, have wages increase. Just as a, a, a quick example here, to take some recent headlines, you know, the big tax cuts. Oh, well, if you lower taxes, then all this money is gonna come into the country. And because all these companies are bringing back their, their money, they're gonna go out there and start to increase wages. And that is, you know, just one argument that was one kind of thought process that a lot of people threw out there. But at the end of the day, that, that's not how wage increases work. Just because a company has more money, they're just not gonna pay out more money to people. That's not good business. That's not how profitable businesses work. What do I mean by that? Well, if there is a skill and a lot of people can do that skill, then why would a company just pay you more? If you're not happy, then you can just stop and go someplace else. And guess what? From the company's perspective, they're thinking, well, there's lots of people that can do that skill. We'll just hire somebody else at that pay grade. But just because a company has more money doesn't mean that you are entitled to getting a pay increase. You are entitled to getting a pay increase if you provide more value to the company. But if your value, if what you are providing stays the same, then why exactly are you gonna be getting more money? How is that good business? Well, the company owes me. Like I said, if that's your viewpoint, then you have a sense of entitlement. I don't know how else to put that. So what do I, what am I getting at here? What I am getting at is that you need to be very self-aware of how you view the way this whole wage increase, I want more money actually operates. It has nothing to do 
with how much a company is making. It has nothing to do with how much money a company has. It has to do with what are you contributing to get that money? What are you doing that's making the company better? What are you doing that's causing the company to be more efficient? And when you become more valuable, guess what? Companies are gonna be willing to pay you more. Even if they don't have more cash, if you are proving yourself, if you are doing something for the company that's going to make you more of an asset, then why wouldn't they pay you more? They will. And just to take, and first off, I am not uh, demeaning this. This is a great entry-level job. It's great to teach responsibility. It's great to just get you know younger people into the workplace. But if you're gonna be flipping burgers at McDonald's, let's stop and think about this. And McDonald's all of a sudden brings home a bunch more money from overseas, for example. Why exactly should somebody that flips burgers be getting more money just because the company brought more money you know, back from overseas? Flipping burgers is not skilled labor. A lot of people can flip burgers. That's why it is a minimum wage job. That's why you don't expect to get a whole bunch of money and you shouldn't get a bunch of money. Pay is based on skill. Pay is based on what you bring to the company. Now, do you bring something to the company? Yes, absolutely. You flip the burgers, you make sure they're done, you get the product to the customer. But how many people can do that same exact job? Quite a few. I'm not saying that a bunch of people wanna do it. I'm not saying that it's an enjoyable thing to do, but how many people can do it? The vast majority of the population. Therefore, when people are not happy with those jobs, it's not like McDonald's is gonna say, okay, 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 you're not happy. Well, we're gonna offer you a 20, 30% raise to get you to stay. They're gonna say, you know what? We appreciate your time. We appreciate the service you have given. We wish you all the best. And then they're gonna bring somebody else in that can do the job at the same exact pay rate. Now, can you get increases over time? Sure, you can get increases. But as far as that job in and of itself, no politician is going to get you a higher wage. And if you are depending on a higher wage, then eventually, I should say, if you are depending on, let's say, some sort of politician to get you a higher wage at an unskilled job, then guess what McDonald's or guess what any big company is gonna do? Oh, you're gonna increase my labor costs? Well, how can we get more efficient in labor cost? And maybe you've seen these at some McDonald's locations where they have the kiosks where you just go up and press buttons. They bring in machinery. They bring in robots in a sense. And that is gonna be their response to, and I'm not trying to turn this into a political data, political debate about minimum wage, but you start increasing minimum wage, then McDonald's, it's gonna reach a point where it's, okay, well, it's more cost effective to just bring in a robot. And now that job's not even gonna exist for anybody. And that's just how it works in the sense of supply and demand. How many skilled people or how many people are available for a job? And when there's a ton of people available to do a job because the skill set is very, very low, well then, you know, it, it is what it is as far as wages are concerned. So how do you actually take control of wages? How do you take control of wanting to, you know, basically just bring more money back home for yourself. And it all has to do with, well, let's equip yourself. Let's give yourself some skills. Let's learn a skill that has demand in the job market. And I'm not saying you have to go and get a college degree. Maybe in some cases, yes, getting a college degree is going to help. It's going to teach you a skill. It's going to give you credibility that separates you from a whole lot of other people. Now you can also go to college and get some degree that's totally worthless and it doesn't separate you from anybody. 
and you could very well still be flipping burgers if you get a degree in um, you know, the, the history of art design in Greco-Roman times. You know, if you get something bizarre like that, well, you don't really separate yourself from anybody. So that's the first question you need to be asking yourself. If you wanna take wage increase into your own hands, how can I separate myself from others? Me personally, the way I answered that question was, you know what, I'm gonna go and get an engineering degree. And by me now having an engineering degree, that separates me from lots of other people because a lot of people don't have engineering degrees. So if I were to go out in the job market, I could definitely get something higher than minimum wage because, well, I've separated myself from other people. So how can you separate yourself from other people? Maybe you're saying, you know what? I could separate myself from people by just being willing to break a sweat, by, will, by being willing to get dirty, by being willing to show up on time, by being willing to just shut my mouth and listen, and by you know going and maybe learning the, the, the craft of plumbing, the craft of electricity, maybe a tool and die maker, maybe a, you know, there, there's so many trades out there right now. Learn how to HVAC, you know, heating and cooling systems, learn something like that. When you learn those sorts of skills, guess what? You have now separated yourself from people. In fact, you've separated yourself from me. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So if there is an employer and it's me versus you, who is the employer gonna pick? Who is the employer gonna be willing to pay more? Well, certainly not me, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. But you have separated yourself away from me. So look at that, you could give yourself a wage increase because you've made good decisions. You haven't just sat there and expected some employer to just hand you more money for the sake of handing you more money. You have made yourself more valuable. You have made your skill set more valuable. So how can you separate yourself from other people? That's the question. That's what you need to be focused on. Don't be focused on, well, who can I vote? Who can I campaign for that's gonna get in the office and it's gonna cause wage increases? That is a waste of your time. And that's whether you're campaigning for an independent, a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian, uh, whoever, what other, other parties are out there, a total waste of your time. Because you could be spending your t that time when you're out there campaigning for some individual who you think is gonna give you and get you some sort of wage increase, you could just be using that exact same time. Remember, time. There's only 24 hours each day. And that's the same whether you make you know, 10 cents an hour or whether you make $10 million an hour. There's only 24 hours in a day. So how are you using that time? I would argue use that time to be separating yourself from others. Use that time to be building some sort of skill set, not campaigning because you think some politician is gonna cause wage increases. Can politicians structure good business environments? Absolutely but that's still up for you to thrive within that business environment. Just because there's a good business environment doesn't mean you're entitled to more money just because, well, nothing has changed. I still do the exact same job, I still have the exact same skill set, but some sort of politician has changed the business environment, whether that's less regulations, for example, or lower taxes, so companies have more money. So because of that, I now get more money. No, no, put yourself in the employer's shoes. You have an employer or employee that nothing has changed. They still do the exact same job. They still contribute the exact same to the company. Nothing has changed. And now all of a sudden you have more money. Why would you give some more money to that person? Why? They're not doing anything different. Now if all of a sudden that, comp or that person comes back with a unique set of skills and says, hey, now I can offer the companies this, that, and the other. Oh, really? Well, yes, I will gladly give you more money for that. 
So remember, it's always powerful to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and kind of look at things through their perspective. And when you do that, the world kind of becomes a little bit more of a clear situation. And I realize, well, put yourself in the person's shoes that's flipping burgers, making minimum wage, and they're trying to pay for this, that, and the other. I am putting myself in their shoes. And what I would say is, okay, a lot of people can flip burgers. That's why I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid. How can I separate myself from all those other people that can flip burgers? What can I do? What kind of attitude can I have? What kind of work ethic could I imply? Again, going back to, it's amazing how if you're willing to break a sweat, if you're willing to get dirty, if you're willing to maybe get some calluses on your hands, if you're willing to have to maybe wake up early and go and uh, like I said, break a sweat, do some manual labor, apparently in this day and age, you've just separated yourself from a lot of people and you can create your own wage increases and that's the name of the game. It has nothing to do with politicians at all. I don't know if this is you or not, but maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, I, I got a job and I, 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 I have a job. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking what I have, I'm, I'm settling for it and you, you, I'm, I'm just, I'm going with it. In this economy, and like I said, this article I'm about to, to read right now just came out, uh, let's see, published three hours ago. So I mean, this is literally hot off the press. This is real time. This podcast will launch either, I guess, today or maybe tomorrow. But point here, this is, this is the reality of the matter. So settling for a job, just being glad that you have a job, as crazy as the economy is right now, you don't even need to settle. There are plenty of opportunities out there for you to go and create a wage increase for yourself. Screw the politicians. You have opportunity out there right now. And the title of this article is, Job Openings Hit Record High, and More People Than Ever Are Confident Enough to Quit, meaning quit their jobs. So from the article, job openings hit a record in July, closing in on 7 million amid a jump in vacancies for finance and manufacturing, the Labor Department said. Now get this, this is crazy. Vacancies outnumbered those classified as unemployed by 659,000 for the month, an unprecedented trend that began earlier this year. So let me say that again. Vacancies, meaning, hey, hey, over here, we have a vacancy, we have a job here, we would like to get this job filled. Vacancy, you know? Hey, hey, hey you, you sir, you ma'am, we have a vacancy, we're willing to pay you some money. Those situations, 659,000 more than somebody that's just saying, well, I don't have a job. People, if you are unemployed, there is something severely wrong. There is something severely um the math is not adding up in your situation. And the point also here is that if you are not happy in your job, if you are not happy with the wages that you're getting, there are vacancies all around you. Now, maybe the caveat, caveat, caveat is, maybe the little asterisk next to that is, well, these are the job requirements. Well, I don't, I don't have those, I don't know, I don't know how to do that. I'm not, well, then get out there and teach yourself. Get out there and make, do something that allows you to get that skill set. And when you have that skill set, you have flexibility. Separate yourself from others, and there are jobs literally all over the place. 659,000 jobs, or I should say vacancies, where people just want them. They just want, they want to fill them. And I mean, that's, a, that's really a, a crazy statistic. I mean, vacancies outnumbered those classified as unemployed by 659,000 for the month, an unprecedented trend that began earlier this year. 
Openings rose by 117,000 from June to 6.94 million and are up 737,000 over the past year, a nearly 12% increase, the department said in its monthly job opening and labor turnover survey. The quits rate, an indicator of worker confidence as it measures those who left their positions voluntarily, also hit a record of 3.6 million. So I mean, people, I, I, people are quitting because they're going and they're confident enough to say, you know what, I'm gonna quit this job and go get something better. So to that 3.6 million people, I applaud you. You're going out there, you're taking this whole wage increase thing into your own hands. You're not sitting at your job, you're not sitting steady going, well, I hope some politician causes something to occur where my job off or where my employer is just gonna give me more money. No, they are quitting their jobs and going out there. Now, before they quit, ideally they're going to their employer and saying, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of heading somewhere, you know, going somewhere else. I mean, can we, can, can we offer, can you offer me something more? Can we uh, negotiate here? Are you willing to pay any more? And um, if, if they say, no, this is, this is kind of what the market rate is and this is what I'm willing to pay, what um, I, I can pay or what I think you're worth, maybe they won't put it in those sorts of words, then guess what? Those people are saying, hey, you know what? Good talk, I, I appreciate uh, you know, the, the employment that you have given me over X amount of time, but I'm, I'm gonna go out there and uh, find something else that uh, pays a bit better or you know that I like a little bit more that pays a bit better. And good for all good for that 3.6 million people that have done that. So I mean there's 3.6 million people out there who have done that. What are you doing? That's my question to you. If you're one of these people that are sitting there stuck in the waiting for something to happen, waiting for somebody to do something that's going to cause you to make more money at work, cause your wage to grow uh, go up. I don't know. You're you're sitting on the sideline. There's people the economy is motion. People around you are in motion. They are seeking out better opportunities. They are seeking out higher wage increases. And there's no reason why you can't do it either. Once more, sure, you may need to add some sort of skill set. Sure, you may need to step out of your comfort zone. Sure, one of those things may need to occur. Maybe a combination of those things need to occur. But you can do it. Why, why can't you do it? Just make the effort. Decide, make them, you know, the, the mental attitude kind of jump over that hurdle that exists and say, you know what? I'm gonna grab this whole wage increase thing by the horns and I'm gonna go out there and find an opportunity that suits me and you know gets a higher wage increase. And it's really as simple as that. I know plenty of kids uh, through my church where um, you know my wife and I used to be youth group leaders. Uh, we're not anymore, but um, you know we so we followed them as you know from high school to where they are now. Some are in college. Some are um, wow, I'm getting old. Some are actually now almost graduating college and have graduated, um, and others just went out in the workforce. But to know where they were when they were in high school and working you know the minimum wage type jobs to where they are now. I mean, they have been making more money, but how does that happen? Well, it happens because they have been spending those times not campaigning for political people that they think is gonna give them wage increases. They've just been learning new skills. They've just been adding skills to their, uh, you know, to their quote unquote toolbox. And it's amazing when you, cause I, I, maybe I'm a jerk, but sometimes, like, hey, so how much are you getting paid now? Hey, what do, you, what do they pay you per hour? I just ask because I'm fascinated. I like to just check in on this sort of stuff. And you know, they tell me, I don't, I'm, and I'm assuming they're honest with me, uh, but it's amazing how they're just making more money. Their wages are increasing and have been increasing as I go further in life because they've been, well, adding skills to their skill set. They've been separating themselves 
from others. So please, I'm begging you, hopefully this doesn't pertain to you, hopefully you've already kind of been in this mindset that hey look, the only person that's in charge of making things the best is the person in the mirror. But if you weren't, are one of these people that think that you know it is up to the government, it is up to politicians, uh, you know, somehow force companies or somehow structure environments um, that should automatically lead to wage increases, that, that, that's a sense of entitlement. I am all for politicians in the sense of who's gonna structure an environment, a business-friendly environment where everybody can thrive, that's what I want. But everybody thriving still means that each individual has personal responsibility. And in this case, as I've, you know, have hammered home, I think pretty hard right now, you know, in order to thrive, sometimes you do need to learn more skills. Sometimes you gotta step out of your comfort zone, but that doesn't mean the opportunity to thrive is not there. And as the statistics show, there is plenty of opportunity to right now to thrive in the economy. There is plenty of opportunity to give yourself a wage increase if you're willing to go out there and do what it needs to take. And if that means you gotta cough up a little bit of money first, making an investment into yourself to learn a skill set then that's a great investment. That's why I have nothing against going to college um, and going into quote unquote debt to go to college. Assuming of course, you're going that and getting a degree in something that separates yourself from others and you know there is a job market for it. So I mean, yeah, you can't look at it and say, well, yeah, I see that job and I see that job does pay more than what I make here. But the problem is that job requires that skill set. And in order for me to get that skill set, I have to, I would have to pay money, but I just, I, well then, think about it, do a little math. If you need some help with the math, I have an entire training course on it. Or just figure out the math yourself, I don't care. The point is that there are plenty of opportunities to thrive and a, a false narrative, a false viewpoint of the world would be, well, because that skill set requires money, because being able to separate myself in that way requires money, and I don't have it, or I don't wanna spend it, I'm sorry, that's just, that's kind of excuses. That's you just kind of sitting there and wanting everybody else to make everything happen for you. And that's not uh, that's not politicians' jobs. That's not anybody's jobs. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, the government is here to provide protection, provide rules that make it, you know, that pr- protect everybody, make everybody, give everybody the opportunity to thrive, the opportunity for commerce commerce to um, you know uh, occur you know for exchanges and that's what's happening right now good economy lots of jobs out there lots of job openings and it, it, it's up to you so sure maybe and then from what I under you know the statistics are showing that wages are incre- are increasing but then you go down the rabbit hole of oh well they're using those statistics and actually they're not increasing because of, if you factor in that statistic then that just makes I don't even care who cares everybody can get out there and get a job a wage increase. It, it, it's it's that simple. Everybody can. And like I said, I am by no means um, some sort of like freak of nature. I des- I decided to do that by getting an engineering degree. And I, that separated myself. I am not unique in any way. I am not like, some, whoa, you discovered the holy grail. No, I just decided to ask myself, and that's where I'm gonna end with this, how can you separate yourself from others? Doesn't need to be a college degree. It could just be, like I said, becoming a plumber, learning the craft of being an electrician. It could be going to school. It could be, well, you know what? The world needs nurses. Maybe if I and if I get a nursing degree, that would separate myself from quite a few people. And then all of a sudden, people would wanna hire me because people need nurses. People are always gonna be getting sick. 
people are always gonna be needing to, you know, have, have nurses, the healthcare field. So why don't I separate myself by getting a nursing degree? Well, there you go, and, and guess what's gonna happen to your wages? They're going to be increasing over time, and they're certainly gonna be increasing if you're sitting there right now at a minimum wage job, or you're sitting there kinda of just doing some job that's maybe slightly above minimum wage. And the government didn't do anything for you. All they did was say, hey, you know what? You're, you're safe, you know, you, you can go out, you can go get a degree at work, and then you can go get the, you know a, a job, and everything else takes care of itself. So please remember, how are you spending your time? Are you spending your time learning skills that are gonna separate yourself from others? Or are you spending your time you know, trying to campaign for people because you think they're gonna all of a sudden you know, get somebody, cause somebody, force somebody to give you more money? I mean, think about it, campaigning for somebody because they're gonna force somebody to give you more money. What? That's like, that's basically robbery <laughs> when you stop and think about it. Oh, that person says that they're gonna force companies to pay people more money. So I'm gonna go and campaign for them because they will force people to give me more money even though I have not increased my skill set at all. That's basically robbery now that I stop and talk about it out loud. So please, don't do that. Go out there and say, you know what? I'm just gonna learn the skill set on my own. I'm gonna spend that time doing that and um, I'm gonna take all this into my own hands. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the slab money method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I use to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.